0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to Five Minutes of Courage with me, Maggie. Today is day one of John in the 14th chapter. So, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, and it is sometimes called the Departing Jesus. Now, as a quick recap from last week, the disciples were a little bit troubled because Jesus had just told them one of them was a traitor. And that one of them would deny him. In fact, all of them end up denying him and that he would leave them that night. And yet, how does he start off the very beginning of John chapter 14, verse one? Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. Now, Jesus isn't saying we're going to have a life without trouble. That's not what he's saying. But he can promise that we can have an untroubled heart even with a troubled life. And he had just dropped quite a bit on them, washing the feet, pointing out Judas, accusing Peter of denying him. And then they all ended up denying him at some point in the next week. Of course, they're going to be filled with doubts. But what does he say? There is more than enough room in my father's home. So what he's talking about is where he's going and he's trying to explain that he's going to prepare a place for them because love prepares with a welcome. if you think about expectant parents, one of the what's one of the things that they always most certainly do they will, prepare a room for the baby. They create a nursery. Or I'm thinking about my son who's graduating from college in about six weeks or so. I'm already beginning to prepare for a glorious meal that we can share together. We prepare a welcome with love. Love prepares a welcome. And so that's what what Jesus is doing. He's going to prepare a place for his for his believers where he's going is heaven. Even though, you know, Thomas says, we don't know where you're going, Lord. Thomas thinks maybe he's going to another town. But the entire focus of heaven is to be reunited with Jesus, right? Heaven isn't heaven because of streets of gold or pearly gates or the presence of angels or even the mansion or the, the, Um, enough room in my father's home, the house, you know, the house with many, many rooms that we've heard of. No, heaven is heaven, because Jesus is there. And we can take comfort in knowing that he prepares a place for us. He wants us to be with him, he says, so that you will always be with me where I am. And you know the way to where I am going, and that's when when Thomas says to him, "Well, no, we don't. We don't even know where you're going. How how would we know how to get there?" And this is where Jesus drops maybe the biggest truth bomb of the entire Gospels. I am in verse six, and I will read it to you from the NLT. Jesus told him, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one come can come to the Father except." through me. Now let's clarify. Jesus did not say he would show us a way. He said that he is the way. He didn't promise to teach us the truth. He said he is the truth. Jesus didn't offer the secrets to life, did he? He said that he is the life. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. And Jesus is is the life. And then what does he say no one comes to the father except through me. This is a pretty remarkable statement would you agree claiming that he is the only way to God because what's he doing he's setting aside the temple and its rituals as well as all other religions. This is this is a pretty exclusive claim. The way, the truth and the life, the only pathway to God the Father is through Jesus. Really, one of the most controversial things that Jesus has said throughout the Gospels. However, stick with me. It is a consistent theme through the Bible. In the Ten Commandments, what does it begin with? I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, and you shall have no other gods before me. Right? Throughout the entire Old Testament, you know I love the Old Testament, God denounced and he mocked other supposed gods that others worshiped. The Bible consistently presents one true God. And Jesus is consistently presented as the only true way to the one true God. What does Jesus say? No one comes to the Father except through me. So simply put, If Jesus is not the only way to God, then he is not any way to God. If there are many roads to God, then Jesus can't be one of them, because he absolutely claimed there is only one road to God, and he himself is the road. So if Jesus is not the only way to God, then he's not an honest man, and he's most certainly not a true prophet. So he's either crazy or he's a liar. There is no middle ground. And some people may say, well, I believe Jesus was an honest man. I, I believe that, sorry, I lost you for a second. I believe he was a true prophet, but I don't believe that he said those things about himself in the Gospels. I think maybe the Bible writer's added that later on. Jesus really didn't say that. You know, I personally don't think Jesus would have said that. Other people probably said that. I'm going to tell you, we cannot determine what Jesus said or didn't say based on our whims, because if we do, then we need to reject the Gospels completely. This is an all or nothing deal. Either we take the words of Jesus as recorded by historically reliable, accurate documents, or we reject them completely. Now, if this seems uh offensively exclusive or even bigoted, certainly there are Christians who um in are in fact bigots. However, however, Christianity is the one religion that will embrace other cultures. And w- Um, There's an urgency to translate scripture into other languages. A Christian can keep their native language and their culture and follow Jesus in the midst of it. An early criticism of Christianity, in fact, was that they would take anybody. You could be slave or free, rich or poor, man or woman, Greek or barbarian. All were and all are accepted. But it's on the common ground of the truth as revealed in Jesus Christ. And to leave this common ground steps away from Christianity for what it truly is. So, what I want to hear from you is where do you sit with what I said today? How do you feel on this? If you consider yourself to be a Jesus follower, if you consider yourself to be a Christian, what do you think about the truth bomb that Jesus and I have dropped on you today. I would love your feedback. I would love your comments. And I'd love your honesty. I will see you right back here tomorrow as we find out what the wonderful gift is that Jesus has promised. Be well. Thanks so much for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast. I'd hate for you to miss out on even one minute of courage, then share it with all your friends. If you'd like more information or would like to contact me directly, go to fiveminutesofcourage.com. That's the number five, and you can connect with me there.